you are invited to register and participate in Orthodox Christian Conversations on Racism, a six-week study of St. Paul's Letter to the Galatians, Saturday mornings, July 18th through August 29, 8 to 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 to noon Eastern. Join us as our diverse team of six teachers of the Bible present a chapter-by-chapter reading of Galatians, looking to St. Paul for instruction in these worrisome times fraught with division, social unrest, and deep-seated racism. Our presenters come from different walks of life. They serve as members of the clergy, a police officer, a nurse practitioner, ex-military, a homeschooling mother, and a teacher. Following Father Mark Bulos's book, Torah to the Gentiles, which we will be using as a secondary source, the series will explore St. Paul's letter as a cause for hope in time of peril and a path forward for our country. Each Saturday, a 30-minute presentation will be followed by 30 minutes of discussion with registered participants. Please join us as we turn to Scripture to heal ideological divisions and overcome racism pervasive in our lives, our families, our churches, and our neighborhoods. Register today at orthodoxservantleaders.com. You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed when they began... Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 45. Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 21, verses 28 through 32. The Lord said this parable, A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. And he went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Which of the two of them did the will of his father? And they said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the harlots believed him, and even when you saw it, you did not afterward repent and believe him. Father, as we dig into today's reading, would you begin by uh, providing us with some context uh, for this parable, and specifically, who is Christ speaking to in today's reading? Well, this teaching is being done by Jesus during the last week of his earthly ministry. It comes soon after his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, or what we often refer to as Palm Sunday. And you can see in Matthew's Gospel that, d- that during this week, Jesus is actually making several movements in and out of the city of Jerusalem. And what do you mean by that, the movements? Yeah, so if you look early in the chapter, and again, we are in Matthew chapter 21, So if you look at verses 17 and 18, you see the movement of which I'm speaking. In verse 17, we hear, and I quote, Then Jesus left them and went out of the city, he's speaking of the city of Jerusalem, to Bethany, and he lodged there. And then following that in verse 18, Now in the morning, as he returned to the city, again speaking of Jerusalem, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. So what I'm referring to is this movement in and out of Jerusalem, and specifically in and out of Jerusalem to Bethany and then back to Jerusalem. Okay, so and why do you highlight that, Father? Well, number one, unrelated specifically to the question you first asked, I bring it up because Jesus is leaving that glorious, famous, ornate city of Jerusalem each evening. And when he leaves it, he doesn't go just anywhere. 
he goes to Bethany, and Bethany means the house of the poor. So as is congruent with Jesus' ministry, he hangs out with and ministers to the poor, preferring to be with them than to be in that glorious city of Jerusalem. It's an interesting observation. Thank you for pointing that out. And I know over the years and through these podcasts, it's been helpful to learn about some of these names and and what they mean and how they connect to the story. Now, going back to your two points in bringing this up, you said the first is to point out Jesus continues to hang out with the and minister to the poor. But your second point, which relates to my question, to whom was Christ speaking in today's parable, could you explain that? Yeah, so in the story, and I only say in the story because clearly, as we've recently discussed in recent episodes, these words of Jesus have been memorialized and canonized in Scripture, meaning that they are helpful and applicable to all of us. But in the story itself, the original story, it's important to note that Jesus is speaking to the people at the temple in Jerusalem. And that, of course, is important context. And why do you say that? Why is it important? It's important because of what Jesus is conveying in this parable. So it's important for us to note here that Jesus is speaking very specifically or very precisely to people who are religious. He's speaking to people who value the temple. To put this in our Christian context, he's speaking to people who attend church. And I highlight that to note that in this parable, Jesus is not directly addressing uh, what I like to call the outsiders. He's not addressing the non-religious. He's not addressing the world. He's not addressing those people who have lapsed or fallen away from their faith or those Jews who were outcast. He's not uh, addressing them directly. He's addressing head-on the pious people, the respectable people who attend the temple gatherings. And maybe you could summarize or, or clarify for us what he's saying to them. In this parable, Jesus is telling them that they, the pious, respected religious people, are worse than the tax collectors and the harlots. And it's of the utmost importance to understand why he's saying that. And you can see from the parable very clearly why this is so. It's because they come to the temple all the time and they publicly proclaim God's name and God's scripture, but they don't actually follow it in their daily lives. So to God's face so to speak, in the temple, they present themselves as good sons, as good servants, good children, but then they go away and don't do what the scriptures teach. And namely, again, why it's important to understand the context, they don't hang out in Bethany. They don't associate with the poor and the outcasts. They condemn them. They believe themselves to be better and more righteous. They think the path to heaven is through their own righteousness, which, of course, the prophets say is like filthy rags. It doesn't purify you. This parable brings to mind the parable of the publican and the Pharisee. Is there a similar theme here? Uh, And if so, what is it? Yeah, definitely there are similarities and connections, and that is true of essentially any biblical story. There are always connections. So Scripture is in many ways the same story, or at least uh, a few stories with some basic principles that just repeats itself over and over and over again because we're stubborn and we continue to seem not to get the message. So, yeah, there's definitely a connection to the parable of the publican or the tax collector, which is what the publican was. So there's that connection between the parable of the publican and the Pharisee. The Pharisee in that parable claimed to God's face that he was going to do his will. He tithed, he attended temple, he tried to live a righteous life, 
But he ultimately failed to do the will of the Father because the Pharisee put his trust in himself, in his own righteousness, and not the righteousness of God. On the other hand, the publican, the tax collector, had on the face of it told God to get lost. But in the end, he repented and recognized his unworthiness, and ultimately he did God's will by running to God. Father, you just mentioned that Scripture tends to repeat itself. What are some other stories that remind you of this parable today? Yeah, a lot of things come to mind, actually. One would be the prophet Isaiah, whom Jesus repeats earlier in Matthew's Gospel. Again, today's reading from the 21st chapter, but in the 15th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus says, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And that statement, as well as today's parable, highlights what we say in English, that talk is cheap. Anyone can talk the talk, but will they walk the walk? That's the real question Jesus is asking us today through this reading. Another would be uh, when Jesus says in Matthew 7, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But then he says, note who does, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven, those are the ones who shall enter the kingdom. Jesus continues on, many will say to me, notice how they're just saying it, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. I mean, very powerful statement that, that Jesus is making there in that teaching, that people would be prophesying in his name or even casting out demons and, and doing wonders, and Jesus still says he doesn't know them because they did not do the will of God. So we should see from this that the will of God is not in doing uh, those types of outward things, but as we discussed earlier, is done, the will of God is done by associating with, ministering to, and lifting up the poor and the outcast. And again, that's why Jesus continues to go from Jerusalem during Holy Week and ends the day in Bethany. Father, so far we've focused on one side of the parable, uh, the side of those who said to God's face that they would do his will, but then did not. What about the others in the parable, the ones who said no to God initially, but then went and ultimately did his will? Yeah, very good point, and, and something I hope to touch on uh, as it also relates to other scriptural stories, and is, as you said, it's the other side of this that we, we can't ignore either. Uh, and so, in fact, th that part of the parable... Uh, really reminds me of what we hear in Matthew 25, the reading that we have in the Orthodox Church uh, for what is called Judgment Sunday, when we commemorate and, and remember, call to mind that uh, Christ will return to judge us. It's, th it's the famous story where Jesus separates the sheep from the goats. And one of the many interesting aspects of that parable is that Jesus notes that many of the sheep, the ones who did his will and listened to his voice, that many of those sheep asked him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. So you can hear at the, at the very beginning of this passage from which I just read that some of the righteous asked the question, you know, when did we do these things? As though they didn't even know they were doing God's will. And so Jesus explains it to them. And that's very similar to what you hear in today's parable that you read at the beginning. 
Perhaps some of these people in Matthew 25, who Jesus praises and, and seats at his right hand, had never heard the scriptural message or even saw the pious people uh, at the temple as hypocrites. So they wrote off scripture entirely in their minds, but in the end ended up living it better than those who proclaimed it and professed God. And then I'll conclude with this. I think this reading, as with all scripture, is a warning call to us. It's a wake-up call to us. We Christians can become so focused on fighting the world, on fighting those who we may think are persecuting us, on fighting those who denigrate or don't recognize Scripture and so forth. But we need to wake up to the fact that some of those on the outside are actually living more according to God's will than we are. Because God's will isn't that you just set your alarm clock and wake up on time Sunday and go to church and that you go around proclaiming that you're a Christian. You know, God's will is that when you hear Scripture in the church on Sunday morning, that you would depart from church and go out and put that message into practice Sunday afternoon through the next Sunday when you're back in church to be reminded again of God's Word and God's teaching. His will is that you leave the church inspired to go to Bethany, figuratively speaking, as we discussed earlier, that we would go to associate with and minister to the poor and the outcast and the disenfranchised. Otherwise, we're wasting our time on Sundays by being like those in this parable who say yes to their father's face, but then go and live their lives in a different manner. And they will, of course, then be condemned in the end. Thank you, Father. In today's episode, we discussed a parable that was given by Jesus during the last week of his earthly ministry. During this period, we find Jesus moving in and out of the great city of Jerusalem, choosing to spend his evenings in Bethany. There, Jesus ministers to the poor rather than stay in the glorious city of Jerusalem. During a visit to the temple, he speaks to those who are pious and respectable people, those who are religious. Through his parable, he tells these pious people that they are worse than the tax collectors and harlots, Jesus is telling them that although they come to the temple regularly and proclaim God's name in the scriptures, they believe that the path to heaven is through their own righteousness. In stark contrast to how Jesus lived his earthly life, ministering to the poor and the outcast, these pious Jews condemned the poor and refused to associate with them. We then discussed other parables and teachings with similar themes. Father Aaron then stressed that Jesus is sending us a warning not only with our reading today, but with all Scripture. He is warning us that talk is cheap. As Jesus said in Matthew 7, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me. You who practice lawlessness. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. Alleluia, glory to thee, O God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia.